following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. It does not matter who the host is. Today's Monday, September the 27th. Of 2021, I almost said of 2017 for some god unknown reason. Uh, day 270th of the year, and only 95 days left to go. So hopefully everything is fantastic in your neck of the woods, uh, depending on whatever the hell you have going on. That's for sure. Um, so you are listening to the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM, where we're broadcasting live from, and of course we're hanging out with our friends, our partners, and our colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. Oh, yes, hanging out with our friends and partners at RadioBig.fm. So how was your weekend? Was everything good and fantastic? Did you get everything accomplished that you wanted to do and then some? Um, Yes, no, maybe so. Are you looking forward to the week? I mean, look at this. I mean, as we're talking right now, as we are talking at this particular moment, 95 days left before the end of the year. By the end of this week, we'll be in October. Where has the time gone? And I know that a lot of people go back, well, you know, the whole lockdown scenario has been the same. At this particular point, it's like, okay, cool. But we can't compare our life anymore to how things were back in 2019. Because, you know, um, here in the next few months, that's going to be three years ago. Just throwing that out there. Just kind of giving you some point of view. Uh, So a lot of stuff was trending over the weekend, as you probably do imagine, because we talk about that all the time. So let's go for it. On Saturday, um, the hashtag that was hitting the... The, the rounds and abouts and all that kind of fun stuff was National Daughter Day. That was the hashtag hitting the, hitting the crew. Uh, Wisconsin and Notre Dame um, were trending on Saturday as the Badgers took on the Fighting Irish at Soldier Field. Notre Dame beat Wisconsin 41-13. to That doesn't sound much of a game. Uh, uh, they remain undefeated. Uh, Twinder was trending on yesterday. The hashtag, a combination of Twitter and a dating app called Tinder, was created for those seeking friendship relationships or hookups. Hold on. I have never heard of Tinder being used for uh, friendships or relationships. I mean, I'm just telling you what word of mouth is. Duh. Uh, so there you go. Um, hashtag when do uh, when men do the cooking landed on Twitter at top 10 trends yesterday. Uh, tweets included there is a minimal washing up. Where's where will there be bacon? I mean, that's that's a pretty good point. Um, there's enough for the whole neighborhood. We learned how to fire gas. We learned how to do fire originally. Um, I don't know. Um, everything is Cajun and please pray. And then yesterday, in case you if you did miss out on it, it was International Pancake Day. International Pancake Day? I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. So good to know that there is such a thing as International Pancake Day. 
So there you go. A lot of stuff going on on that side of the equation as we are talking. So good stuff there. Um, so let's get moving, grooving, and everything else because that's going to be important. So let's hang out with our friends at Feature Story. Oh, matter of fact, before we get to our friends with Feature Story News, um, just for the sole purposes of doing so today, we're going to probably have to hang out via the text number. I can't see comments <laughs> again today. So there you go. Sorry about that. Um, but I just can't see them. And just in case, it is currently six minutes after. It is 7.06. I don't want anybody to think that this thing's recorded. If it was recorded, I'd tell you. I'd tell you. Hey, it's pre-recorded, so don't worry about it. Now, if you're listening on the podcast aspect, not the radio station or the live stream, well, yes, then it will be recorded. So there is no doubt there. Anyway, so let's get you to our friends at Feature Story News. Have them rolling and bowling and all that kind of fun stuff of what they do. And then we will go from there. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Germany's centre-left SDP have narrowly won federal elections according to preliminary results. It could be some time before we'll know who'll take over as Chancellor from Angela Merkel. Laura Makin Isherwood reports from Berlin. It had been said for months that this election would be close. It will not be until the official counts come in that the winner can be declared, but even then this election will not be over. A 50% majority is needed to lead in Parliament, and so those main parties will be vying for support from other smaller parties in order to make up that number. The Green Party could be a key player. A surge in popularity places them in third place at around 15% of the vote share. Negotiations, though, could take weeks, if not months. And until a government is finalised, outgoing Chancellor Angela Merkel will have to place her retirement on hold. Laura Makinishawood, Berlin. Updates on that story via our Twitter feed, at Feature Story. Australia's Prime Minister Scott Morrison says he may not attend the COP26 climate summit in the UK in November in person. He says he spent a lot of time in quarantine due to recent foreign trips. The UK government's considering calling in the military to drive fuel tankers to petrol stations amid shortages caused by panic buying. There's no shortage of fuel nationwide, but there is a lack of HGV drivers in the country. The fuel industry will be temporarily exempt from competition laws, allowing suppliers to target filling stations which are running low. Some foreign HGV drivers will be given three-month visas to work in the UK. Shadow Chancellor Rachel Reeves says it's not enough. 5,000 licences for HGV drivers overseas when there are 100,000 vacancies. We need to ensure that those vacancies are filled because I think most people who are queuing to get petrol this morning couldn't care less whether that HGV is driven by a British worker or a foreign worker. A year since India implemented new laws aimed at liberalising the farming sector, thousands of farmers have blocked roads and railway tracks across the country. Nihapunia reports from New Delhi. Thousands of farmers across the country are holding a day-long protest aimed at renewing their bid to demand the government scrap the three controversial farm laws. In many parts of the country, shops, banks, schools and transport services have shut down in solidarity. The impact of the day-long strike has been most severe in the northern part of the country. Several trains have been cancelled, key highways have been blocked and the roads leading into Delhi have seen major traffic snarls. Farmers claim the new laws favour private firms and will eventually lead to the scrapping of a minimum price they get for their crops from the government, a charge the government denies. Neha Punia, New Delhi. 
from bureaus worldwide. This is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Today, the growing concerns about a humanitarian crisis developing in Afghanistan. They're being highlighted this week by Jan Egeland, a former top United Nations official who now heads the Norwegian Refugee Council. It's an independent humanitarian organisation that protects the rights of people who have been displaced. The NRC has been working in Afghanistan for many years, but now the Taliban has taken over. Mr Egeland wanted to see the situation on the ground for himself. He flew into Kabul over the weekend. So I'm now in western Kabul, Afghanistan. The war seems to be over, but the destitution has never been worse. So these boys, uh, this father, has nothing now. There is no uh, health care, there is no school, there is no income anymore. All income is gone, all. So we in NRC want to have a winterization program so so that people survive this winter. We have to give them food, we have to give them heating, we have to help them survive. He estimates there are now more than three and a half million people displaced in Afghanistan because of the upheaval of the last several weeks and 18 million needing humanitarian assistance, a picture that will worsen as colder weather sets in and Afghanistan's economy worsens. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap our top stories, outgoing Chancellor Angela Merkel's party, the CDU, has failed to win this year's election in Germany. Hong Kong's main political opposition party says none of its members are planning to stand in the December elections. The UK is considering deploying the army to deliver fuel as fears of supply shortages spark panic buying. And a year since India implemented new laws aimed at liberalising the farming sector, thousands of farmers have blocked roads and railway tracks across the country. That's the latest Feature Story News. Chris Jones reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Hamilton the Pug and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The stores are bringing me a baby brother. 
together. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. No. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. There is a lot of misconceptions when it comes to the world of virtual private networks or VPNs. Let me tell you real quick about my favorite VPN service, NordVPN. I hear people say all the time that VPNs have the reputation of slowing down your internet speed, but not with NordVPN. It's because they are the fastest VPN in the world. world. I don't have to sacrifice internet speed for better security with NordVPN, my traffic is routed through a secure encrypted tunnel which protects my data and privacy i can also have nordvpn on to up to six devices so all my devices are protected i will tell you i have used nordvpn throughout all of north america and have never ran into an issue with the service and now for an exclusive offer for you get up to 73 percent off of a two-year plan plus four months for free yeah you heard me right there four months for free all you have to do to get this offer is go to nordvpn.com forward slash safety fm that's nordvpn.com forward slash safety fm or use code safety fm at checkout there is a 30-day money-back guarantee if nordvpn is not for you so there's no risk whatsoever it's the equivalent to buying a cup of coffee every month, a small price to pay for premium cybersecurity and access to vast amounts of entertainment. So go right now to NordVPN.com forward slash safety FM. That's NordVPN.com forward slash safety FM to get this special offer or use the code safety FM at checkout. Remember, 73% off for a two-year plan plus four months for free. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, okay, we are 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out here on Safety FM and RadioBig.FM. Yes, this is the Rated R Safety Show. In case if you were not aware, so let's talk about some things that are going on inside of the world of the news because uh, those things are always important. So we're going to get that moving and grooving right away here. So Abraham Lincoln's death certificate is up for grabs. The document, despite being over 156 years old, is still in decent condition. While the states, uh, the, it states the obvious, Lincoln's infamous assassination on April the 4th, 14th and 1865 um it also reveals that it was that it was worth $85,000 at the time of his death which would um be about 1.42 million dollars today moments in time is selling the dock for $425,000 uh worth noting Lincoln actually passed away on April the 15th the one day after he uh, one day after he was shot he was 56 
So if you're interested in spending four hundred twenty-five thousand um, dollars, it's up for or it's up for grab at the moment for that. Um, I would recommend strongly going ahead and going after it before Daniel Day Lewis gets to you. Duh. So just throwing that out there. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. More than fifty people were injured in three fatally um, in three fatalities on an Am an Amtrak train that derailed over the weekend in North Central Montana. There were about a total of 141 travelers and 16 crew members on board, according to the Amtrak officials. The train was headed from Chicago to Seattle when it derailed. It is unclear what caused the accident. So that's one of those things that we talk about all the time in regards of, you know, what can we do, safeguards, all that kind of fun stuff, and then the retrospective of, you know, well, this is what occurred, and we have the breakdown step-by-step because we know everything after the fact even though we didn't know what the hell was going on during the fact. So think about that as you put some context into it. And it's always interesting to me on when we turn around and we see when some of these reports come out, they talk about some of these safety incidents. And the first thing that they say about the whole thing is, you know what the cause was? What was the cause? Human error. Human error was the cause of the derail. I don't know, but we'll see what ends up taking place. I'm sure we'll we'll get to hear about that over the next few weeks or so. Anyways, a California woman has been charged for um, for starting one of the state's wildfires. Alexander Sorvena, 30, is facing uh, felony arson charges in uh, relation to the Fawn Fire, which burned more than 7,000 acres and forced 8,000 people to evacuate. The woman was allegedly trespassing near a quarry in a remote canyon and actually um, irrationally. When she uh, walked into the bush uh, seeking medical treatment, according to a California Department of Forestry and fire depression, she had been working. She had a working lighter in her pocket at the time. the The fawn fire was uh, listed at ten percent contained over the weekend. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because that's slightly confusing. She walked into a bush. Yeah, you heard me there. She walked into a bush, and then there was some level of confusion because she had an active lighter in her pocket. I mean, I don't get it, but I mean, hopefully you do, because I sure as crap do not, um, for sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you have a do you have a pretty good understanding of what that means? Maybe that's the way that we need to look at that. I don't know. Anyway, as to continue talking, a group of Pennsylvania teens have been arrested for allegedly um, planning a Columbine-style attack on their high school to mark the 25th anniversary of the massacre. The 15-year-old girl allegedly uh, stockpiled a dozen of Molotov uh, cocktails as her ho- at her home and had bomb-making material along with handwritten lists of guns, ammunition, and tactical gear. She, along with... 15-year-old boy were charged as adults, while the two um, others are teens were charged as juveniles. The alleged plot came to light when the kids' parents found the text messages from the students talking about the shooting, uh, shooting up the school in April of 2024. As many will remember, Dylan Kliblob and Eric Harris killed 12 students and a teacher in Columbine High School back in on April 20th of 1999 before taking their own lives. It's interesting, um, as that comes about, that this is the second time of us hearing something along these lines about somebody planning something similar to Columbine over the last few weeks. Because I think that we were talking recently, if I remember correctly, about some kids out of Florida that were attempting to do something extremely similar, if you recall correctly, 
Um, that's just kind of the the way that it, it that it's turned out of us talking about that lately. I don't know, just some things to think about for sure. So let's see. Close, um, those closest to Gabby Petito gathered at a funeral home in Hallbrook, New York, yesterday to honor them and mourn the 22-year-old. Sunday services came at the heels on Friday night as emotional ver- uh, vigil of Gabby in her hometown of Blue Point. Those in attendance held up lanterns, which um, were purchased for $20 to help the Petito family cover burial costs. The family plans to use extra donations to set up Gabby Petito's van- foundation. As previously reported, Gabby's body was found last weekend at a Wyoming State Park. Her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, um, who has been named the key suspect in the murder, is still missing. So there you go. Um, just, just some interesting things all across the board with that. I mean, I just have gotten to the point that I am not even sure anymore on what exactly is going on inside of that neck of the woods um, with that whole thing. I mean, I don't. there's nothing... Nothing positive, I guess, to really say about it at the moment with everything going on. Uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll find it, they will end up finding the person uh, that you know they believe that is involved with doing so. Anyways, let's get John Smalls inside of here real quick and let him tell you about the the let's see the market minute on what occurred on Friday. So take a listen. Here's your market beat minute for Monday, September twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. Last week, the market corrected and rebounded within the span of a few days, and the volatility is not likely to be over. A new narrative has emerged in the earnings outlook, and that is the impact of inflation and supply chain issues. Inflation and supply chain issues are cutting into the top and bottom line results of early reporting S&P 500 companies, and that is not good news for the market. If the consensus estimates for the S&P 500 begin to trend noticeably lower, the S&P 500 will likely move with it. This week's earnings calendar is very light, so the focus will be on the economic data, with the most important release coming on Friday. The PCE price index is the Fed's favorite tool for reading consumer inflation, so it will have a deep impact on market sentiment. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one on what is going on there and all that kind of fun stuff, because that's always important as we are talking. You know, I have to tell you, I did mess up on Friday uh, as we were hanging around and doing all that stuff. And you know what I forgot to tell you? I forgot to tell you about the Wellness Reset Minute. So let's do that right now and get that moving and grooving as well as we're hitting the 23-minute out, <laughs> minute point uh, you know, into this thing. Here is your Wellness Minute brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. Commercials for sugary drinks and junk food create a strong temptation for many of us. The good news comes from a recent study from the University of British Columbia, which discovered that losing weight changes the way people respond to food marketing. The scientists collected data on three groups of people, ranging from obese to medically recommended or healthy weight, and discovered that people with obesity were more vulnerable to food marketing than the other groups. However, after the obese group lost a substantial amount of weight over the course of a year, marketing strategies became less tempting, and the responsiveness reached the same level as people with healthy weight. This study reminds us how much our choices get affected by things we are not aware of, and just how the things we change end up changing the way we look at things. This minute was brought to you by Wellness Reset, where we always encourage you to find real ways to reset your wellness. For more information, please visit us at www.alessamorgan.com. 
Okay, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world, it sounds like, for sure. So so now marketing plays a factor into how I see things. Wow, this, this is getting more and more interesting as we start going down a lot of these paths, that's for sure. Anyways, let's get back into some news. A woman and her two-year-old child died after falling six stories from the dining concourse at Petco Park in San Diego on Saturday. Emergency responders performed CPR on the 40-year-old mother and um, and her child for about 20 minutes before they pronounced them dead at the scene. Police are now investigating what was the cause of the fall. Oh, that's terrible. I didn't know that story. Ugh. Hate to hear stuff like that. I mean, hate hearing about death, period, but that's even, I mean, that's terrible. That's terrible to hear. Anyways, a man from the UK claims that uh, to have have a drone footage of a Nessie. Yes, of a Nessie, the infamous Loch Ness monster. Uh, Richard Maver has filming, has was filming himself canoeing in Scotland's Great Lake when his drone captured what he says is a legendary beast. As, a zoomed-in shot of the creature does look like um, they may have the real thing based on the description of the Nessie over the years. So um, the interesting part is that if you go looking for this online, well, unless there was some really good Photoshop, I mean, and I'm being serious here, unless it was some really good Photoshop, it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, it's hard to tell if it's if it's real or not, but I mean, it's, um, it looks pretty realistic. It, I got a picture. I mean, should I try to... I, we could talk about the picture if you want, but uh, I don't know. I think that if we put it on the screen, if you're wa- if you're watching at home, it might be a little bit difficult to look at um, in, in that particular regards because you really have to brighten the screen to be able to make it out. Anyways, in April 2020, the Oregon Health Authorities advised daters that during the pandemic, you are the sa- <laughs> you are your safest sex partner. What? Yeah, you heard me. Um, After a year and a half of uh, what started out as a two-week slowdown of the spread, people are itching to get back on the dating scene. And then after that being said, OHA has a new message. If you're vaccinated and your date is vaccinated, you both are generally being safe. Otherwise, uh, get intimate. I guess that's a that's a change of events there. Um, the advice falls in line with many health officials who suggest or require that people that get the jab wear a mask and stay home um, when not feeling well. I mean, I, I would almost say that if you're going to say all of this stuff, maybe you, you have to tell them, uh, you know, wear, a, wear, wear one of those uh, things that you should probably be using to cover some other stuff up. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, Pfizer CEO said yesterday that COVID-19 vaccine data for children ages 5 to 11 will be submitted to the FDA within days. He also stated that the company is prepared to start producing a vaccine immediately. Currently, only those 12 years and older are able to get the Pfizer vaccine, while Moderna and Johnson and Johnson vaccine has only been approved for those 18 and older. Uh, so there you go. I So there you go. Uh, Borla, who is the actual CEO, said that life will return to normal in the coming months. So there you go. Some things to think about as we are speaking right there. Uh, What else have we got? Researchers are working on a poison ivy vaccine. I, I, I guess it's time for that as well. According to the Scientific Amer- Scientific American, scientific 
Scientists from the University of Mississippi are studying a compound called PDC ABP. You know, because that's an easy that's an easy cell, which would would which would inject, get you injected once every year or two to prevent the poisonous plant's effects. The compound recent uh, recently passed a safety testing in humans and is about to be um, evaluated by for clinical trials. As many as fifty million Americans are affected by poison ivy, poison oak, and poison summic every year so there you go is that a jab that you would consider getting would you consider getting uh the the little jabby jab when it comes to the whole thing related to poison ivy poison oak and whatever the hell the other word was um that's for sure anyways i think it's about that time because we are cleaning close to the half point right here so let's get into our main story and go from there here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So as the days go by, how do we do the things that we do? How do we go around and change some of these things that are going on inside of the world? How do we change the things that are going on inside of our organization? And that's the thing. Because here's here's the aspect and here's the stuff that we can talk about. All the time we are referencing about positive change and changing the way that our environment is, changing the way that things are happening inside of our organizations, changing the things inside of our lives. I mean, we went this far as morning about talking about stock indexes to talking about wellness to talking about safety to talking about people dying. I mean, we've talked a little bit about everything and we're constantly talking about change. I mean, I would imagine that there's not a day that goes by that people are not considering some versionality of change. That could be change of their relationship, better improvement of their relationship, changing where they live, changing, 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 changing. And there's so many changes that people want to come about. But the question always becomes is, how can you change things if you're not sure? Think about it for a moment. I can want change. I want to better myself. I want to do something different. I want to live somewhere different. I want to start my own X. Well, how do you how do you how do you do it? How do you cause the change to occur? And people will sit around and procrastinate about this for long periods of times of how can I do this? Why shouldn't I do this? And all these weird questions that come about all the time. I mean, think about it for a moment. Think about how your organization, if you're dealing with a lot of safety people or operational people, and you're taking a look around and they want things to be safer, well, what are they going to do? Are they going to put everybody kind of in bubble wrap and make sure that they're safer in that particular fashion? Well, that might be a little bit difficult thing to pull off. But we take a look around and we always come up with ideas of what we want to do. So what if... And this is a big if, and it's a big ask, of course. I said ask, A-S-K, just in case. It's a big ask of what if you took that existing idea that you have of what you want to change and you wrote it down. And then you reverse engineered this whole thing on this is what you want to change. How can you go about making that change happen? Think about it for a moment. If I know where I want to be, what steps should I take to get to that point? And I think that sometimes we don't think about this. We don't think about if I was building out a structure 
in a plan of changing things. This is where my end goal is, but what do I do to get there? And let me tell you, it's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going to be fantastic. It's not always going to be terrible. It's not always going to be great. And I think that that's sometimes where people get hesitant about stuff. Because if you start reverse engineering some of these things on what you want to change, and all of a sudden you have that stutter step all of a sudden, you have that off-pace, off-kilter moment, it becomes a stop for a lot of people. It becomes that stop motion of I shouldn't proceed forward. And I don't think that's the right thing. I think about this all the time, and I go, so what if we did things from the aspect of understanding things better by moving forward, regardless of what's going on? What if we did move forward, regardless of what's happening? And let me tell you, it's not always going to be perfect. It's not always... um, going to be the, the best of times. It's just the reality of the, of the scenario. So if you were going to do this, if you were going to reverse engineer, if you were going to get this started, how would you start it? How would you move forward with this? What would you do right now to get that whole thing started? I'm just asking because I would really have like to have a better understanding of it. I would really like to have a better understanding of what can be done. I would really like to have a better understanding of what to do. I mean, does that make sense? Or do you look at it and go, no way, Jose. Do you go, "Uh uh-uh, this is not for me. I don't know. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff to think about. There's a lot of stuff to, um, I guess, to consider when it's all said and done. But anyways, what do I know? I'm just the guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. 
You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. For the lonely hearts, for the ones that fear the dark, you better run out, run out, out of here. Bet you can look the other way. Here's one for the broken road. That's the only one you know. You better run out, run out. Okay, there you go. That's Anywhere But Here by Easton. The song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. There you go, anywhere but here. So that got that moving and grooving and all that fun stuff. So as we are getting into our normal routine, it is, by the way, 40 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out here. Um, what do you think? What's going on? Um, are things going the way that you planned so far for the year? Seriously. You know, I keep on taking a look around and there's conferences and there's people meeting up in person. Finally, I mean, let's just kind of be realistic about it. There's um, still some hybrid events, some digital events and all that kind of fun stuff. What are you taking a look at? No, seriously, what are you taking a look at? There's, I mean, I would just say you have to take a look around on the things that are going on. 
I mean, there's just no other way around it. Because when you take a look around and seeing on how things are changing, do you feel a little bit more comfortable about traveling and all that kind of fun stuff? Or do you kind of take a look and go, uh-uh, still not ready? I mean, I don't know. Everybody's different, so that's why I asked the question. So if you think you're ready, where would be the first place, if you haven't went anywhere, would be that you would go? I have a lot of friends that are um, interested in actually doing the foreign thing, where they want to go to a foreign country right away. That's that's their first uh, hopity hope um, in regards of things that they can do. So is that where you would lead? Is that where... Um, you would want to go. I don't know. I'm just asking the question. So after all this time um, of trying to consider some stuff, I think I'm finally going to hit the road again. I I really do. After being uh, locked up in this joint for such a long period of time, it seems that way. So I think that we're going to do some, finally some live sessions, but we'll we'll talk about (laughs) that um, here in the near future of what we have going on. For sure. Anyways, let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit more about what's going on inside of the world of the news. The cold season. Yes, I hope you've enjoyed the past year and a half with no cold or flu because according to experts, those are coming back with a vengeance with the public health measures easing as many places and more people traveling. A variety of traditional respiratory viruses are already reappearing this fall. Common conditions such as the introverses and Oh, I wish I had my old button um, and all these other uh, rhinoviruses and all this other stuff, which causes the common cold. Saw low rates of transmission um, last winter due to the physical distancing and mask wearing. But they have began circulating widely over the summer. And with kids back in school, we're probably going to see even when um, the cold-like symptoms in the com- in the coming weeks. Um, as far as the flu goes, it's well, it's hard to predict. Last year, the flu season in almost non-existence due to the COVID-19 measures. North America, North America usually gets a preview of the upcoming flu season by watching Austra- Australia and New Zealand during the winter. But those um, countries saw low flu activities again this year, likely as a result of the lockdown. And um, what what can you do to avoid getting sick in the coming weeks and months? Well, here's the things. Experts say that you should practice healthy hand hygiene and get the flu shot when it becomes available. That sounds strangely familiar if you really think about it for a moment. And I'm the only person in the world who can catch a cold without being exposed to a virus. So it sounds like some sort of sick joke if you kind of really give some thought behind the whole thing. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, working it. So let's talk about this. According to a new study, working working out may not help as much as we thought. In t- um, international international researchers looking at how physical activity impacts metabolism found that the increasing levels of activity by, may bring uh, diminishing returns in, en- in energy expenditures. The results published in the Journal of Current Biology uh, show that. Um, uh, that of, of every hundred calories burns as a result of working out, uh, how uh, of working out, uh, then most people will net fewer than 72 calories burned due to reduced basal energy expenditure, or BEE, is how many calories are being burned simply by being alive. And energy drinks 
that I have um, during my workouts are normally about at least 72 calories. So maybe they are right. Maybe they are onto something that it doesn't really work. Anyways, regular sauna use um, has many, many of the same benefits of exercising, including extending your life, according to a forthcoming uh, a forthcoming study of the Journal of Experiential Journology by Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Oh, she sounds familiar. Maybe you've heard her on Joe Rogan. Uh, one of the study's authors says that the benefits of a regular sauna use also include preventing dementia, depression, inflammation, and improving muscle mass, plus flushing out toxins out of the body. She suggests four sweat sessions per week, and you could start seeing results in as little as two weeks. The problem is that with my local gym sauna is uh, that that guy next to me that flushes his toxins right onto the onto the hot rocks, if you know what I'm saying there. You know, I have to tell you, um, I do go to the gym, and I used to go to a gym all the time that had a sauna, and it was, I liked it. I liked that they had it, but the most of the, we'll say, uh, well-known popular, popular name gyms, uh, do not have saunas in them. It's not a common practice. Um, I've talked about getting a sauna at my house, but then I'm just like, do you really want to have all that junk all over the place? Whoever knows the answer to that question. You are listening to a radio God. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio God. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's start talking new good news. Plumber Kev Crane's rendition of Talking Heads burning down the house actually brought down the house and landed him a record deal. In July, the 49-year-old singer along... Uh, singing along to the radio while working on the job um, in Lakeshire, England. The homeowner, Paul Connolly, um, who launched the independent label New Reality Records last year, was impressed by Crane's voice and asked if he would uh, be interested in releasing an album on his own record label. The plumber, who has been uh, recording original songs in his makeshift studio during the pandemic, says that um, he was gobsmacked. What the hell does that even mean? Uh, Crane's album, Why Can't I, Why Can't I Be You? Why Can't I Be You, really, uh, was released last month. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What else? Who's going to tell him that you can make more money as a plumber these days? I mean, I don't know. That's something to think about. An independent label. How well does an independent label pay? I mean, I would almost say that I kind of have an independent label to some extent. Uh, Kim Cormier was working outside her Kingston, Ontario home when a homeless man's scooter blew, uh, blew a tire after watching David McDonald's th- um, thing, after watching David's McDonald's things for him while he, uh, he got an inner tube. Cormier invited him to, uh, to go for dinner over the meal. McDonald uh, and McDonald and Cormier and her partners um, started, started what they called a beautiful friendship. First, they began um, helping McDonald out of, out with donations of personal items. Eventually, they invited McDonald to set up quarters in his back in their backyard and gave him a new tent, mattress, um, couch, and a refrigerator. Next, she launched an online GoFundMe to buy McDonald his own tiny house for about $18,000. The response was so overwhelming that McDonald's micro house is set to be delivered before the cold weather is set. And while the brand new tiny home can be um, transported anywhere, Cormier says that um, since she considers McDonald part of the family, he can stay as long as he likes, and um, that's the way that things are going. It'll be uh, it'll be worth twice as much when he gets you know when it, all the love and everything goes about. I mean, I don't know. Good, it's a it's a good heartwarming story for forty seven minutes inside of the hour of what we have going on right here in this show. 
Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What do we got going on? No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for a $22 million jackpot or a $15.8 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball. Tonight's drawing will be for $545 million jackpot or a $392.1 million cash payout. I don't know. What would you do? What would you do? So, have you been going to the movies? Have you been taking a look at what's going on at the theater? So, if not, let's talk about it. Number 10 spot for this week, Love Story with $971,000. Number 9, Paw Patrol, the movie, $1.1 million. Cop Shop, $1.2 million. Malignant, $1.5 million. At number 6, Jungle Cruise at $1.7 million. At number 5, Cry Macho at $2.1 million. At number 4, Candyman at $2.5 million. Free Guy is still on the charts, making a small drop from last week from number two to number three at $4.1 million. Um, new this week at the number two spot, Dear Evan Hansen at $7.5 million. And rocking it in for another week at the number one spot, Chang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings at $13.2 million and staying still at number one. I'm, I'm telling you, some people are were missing out. On actually hanging out and doing the things of going to the theater. I get it. Believe me, I get it. Um, did you hear about this? Uh, William Shatner will be going to space aboard Jeff Bezos' new Shepard rocket. The 90-year-old Star Trek alum would be the oldest person to ever travel to space with the historic ride. The 15-minute flight is said to take off in sometime next month. So finally, Captain Kirk will actually really make it into space. I'm sure that some people will be excited Duh. about that. Anyways, let us let me tell you about this in case you did not hear this. It's, just, it's kind of one of those mixture stories. Uh, Dog is on the case. Dwayne Chapman, better known as Dog the Bounty Hunter, is joining the search for the fugitive boyfriend of Gabby Petito, um, Brian Laundry. Dog was spotted out on Laundry's home over the weekend where Gabby and um, Brian lived with his parents while um, he was unable to chat with Brian's parents. Dog did tell reporters that he is not convinced that the missing 23-year-old is out on a nature um, reserve and that he is being sensibly um, searched for by the authorities. As previously reported, Brian vanished on September the 14th, three days after Gabby was reported missing. So there you go. There's some information for you in that particular regard. Imagine that. All of a sudden, you're, you're home, and all of a sudden, you get that knock on the door. And it's Dog the Bounty Hunter wanting to talk to you, see what the hell's going on. If you if you have any of the inside Iggy's, well, that's something definitely would that would uh, change your perspective. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Oh, I have to tell you this for the sake of doing it because we were talking earlier about a death certificate. So let's talk about some of the world of the weird. Michael Jordan's worn underwear sold at auction for nearly $3,000. A fan of the NBA All-Star bought a gray and black boxer's um, of Lakeland auction Saturday night with the final bid of being $2,784. The undies, which the company said have been have evidence of definite use. What the hell does that mean? Um, hit the auction block in August. Two thousand seven hundred. What was it? Two thousand seven hundred and eighty-four dollars um, for used underwear by Michael Jordan. I don't. I. 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 I, well, I don't even know what to say. It leaves a lot of questions to be asked. Um, that's for sure. Um, as we are talking. 
Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things as it is 52 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Um, The U.S. Security and Exchange Commission files a lawsuit against Elon Musk. The lawsuit is acute SpaceX founder of securities fraud for a series of false and misleading tweets about the potential transaction to take Tesla private. The issue is that Musk had not uh, discussed the deal in terms with potential financial partners. He settled the suit two days later. This was back in 2018 on this exact date, so three years ago. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. You ready for this? Jenna Ortega turns 19. Sam Leonard turns 29. Austin Carreal turns 34. Avril Lavigne turns 37. Anna Camp, 39. Little Wayne, Little Wayne turns 39. Uh, Shep Rose, 41. Gwyneth Paltrow turns 49 today. Steve Kerr, 56. Sean Cassidy, 63. And, uh, you know, that guy that would do anything for love, but he won't do that. Meatloaf. He turned 74 today. So there you go. That's going on inside of the world of the birthdays. If you're taking a look around at that stuff. If you're looking for a reason to celebrate today, I got some for you. National Day of Forgiveness. National Chocolate Milk Day. I'm going to celebrate that one after this show. Um, National Crush a Can Day. I think I do that daily. Uh, National Corned Beef Hash Day. National Scarf Day. And National Family Day. So there you go. Some, some Definitely some interesting days that you can celebrate if you're so looking to do so. So there you go. Um, inside of that particular stance world whatever anyways let's continue talking about did uh, some other stuff let's talk about did you know did you know so let's take a little bit deeper dive deeper dive of some of this is it really a deeper dive who gave me this this is not a deeper dive this is the exact same information about Bezos and, and uh Shatner. But the Star Trek, Star Trek star is expected to head to space in this upcoming civilian flight on Blue Origin uh, New Shepard rocket if it does, uh, it does take part in the flight of Bezos' company. Uh, so he will be, still be the oldest person, blah, 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 to do so. But Bezos himself went to a brief flight in space, just in case you did not remember this, on the New Shepard in July and was joined by an 82-year-old Wally Funk who became the oldest person to travel to space at 82. So this is going to, to mark the difference by eight years. So I'm assuming, because at this point it has to be an assumption, that it's really not that rough to get the hell out of here. I mean, if I'm just saying, I mean, what do you think? Or do you think that it's kind of harsh? It's so um, falling in love is hard on the knees. I mean, I just wonder if it's kind of one of those harsh things when you when you get out of there. I mean, I'm just asking. Just there you go. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts real quick. Cal moved with uh, with regional accents. Did you know that worms reportedly taste like bacon? Honey is used sometimes for antifree mixtures in the centers of golf balls. It cost $7.5 million to build the Titanic and $200 million uh, to make the movie. Uh, 4.6% of applicants of Harvard are accepted. 2.3% of Walmart job applicants are. There you go. The first ever online e-commerce transaction was Stanford student buying marijuana from MIT student. So there you go. I bet you you didn't know that one. I'm assuming that most people didn't know that at all. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying.
trying to be entertaining. Safety Show. Okay, so let me tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. If you want to find out and for more information about them, take a listen to what they have going on. This is what they cover. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in their in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to their website, AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org or call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 741 741- 741. I'm going to tell you that will get you moving and grooving in the right direction. There's all kinds of things that you can do on that website once you get there and all kinds of information that either can assist you or can assist somebody else who might need the information. And maybe you'll be the perfect source to get them there. Just something to think about as we are talking on this lovely morning. Um, Let me tell you about some other things going on real quick. If you need a random joke for today, try this. Yesterday, I met the person who is the reason they have to put directions on shampoo bottles. Is that really a joke? Because I think I've met some of those. Uh, If you need a phone starter for today, try this. What three words are better to hear than I love you? What three words are better to hear than I love you? Can you say that on the radio? Okay, got it. Um, If you need something for the water cooler, try this. Try this one. Question, when it comes to hygiene, four in ten people lie about this. What is it? How often they floss their teeth? How often they floss their teeth? Or are are you one of those people that flosses their teeth like it's going out of style right when you know you have to go see the dentist? I'm just asking. I, I know a pretty good dentist, I, I may add there, just throwing that in there. Um, so let me tell you about this real quick, because this is coming up. We're going to tell you about this. Um, friend of the show, Terry Gray, is putting on an event right here. Uh, where the, there are, Oh, matter of fact, I have the wrong date on that. That's the, that's the wrong date. I just gave you the wrong information. Um, actually, he's putting on an event on October the 4th. Of It's called, uh, what is it called? Faith and Safety. And that's happening on October the 4th. I'll get the right one out there. But if you go right now um, to viewstub.com forward slash faith and safety, viewstub.com faith and safety, uh, you can sign up. It's, it's free to go, free to attend. And it will be occurring this coming Monday because it's not today. It's this coming Monday um, at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So there you go. That's what safe, um, Terry Gray with the safety man movement has going on. But I'll get, I'll get the right graphic in there at some point. Anyways, um, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on RadioBig.FM and SafetyFM.com. Can't do what we do with, around here without you. The most important part, the listener. Um, so if you want to come and hang out with me, I'm about to go to Radio Big for the next couple hours. We'll hang out, do some things, and then go from there. That's the way that it kind of goes around here. If you don't, I'll see you tomorrow, hopefully. We'll take a listen, hang out, and do some things. I would love to leave you with a thought for today if I can do so. There are two kinds of people in this world. Those who want to get things done and those who who don't want to make mistakes. Which one are you? Think about it. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.